You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. This ain't a song for the broken hearted. Here's Dr. Kendra Pearson. Good morning, Kansas City. You are listening to The Wellness Advocate, and I am your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson, and we are here in studio with my good friend, Dr. Adam Boonder. Hello, Kansas City. And also Vince is with us, but he won't say hi because he's actually doing his social media stuff. Like he is the good social media guru that he is. Um, but today we have a really awesome subject and I'm super excited to talk about this mm-hmm. with you, Dr. Adam, especially because we are talking about concussion. That's right. And we're talking about post-concussion syndrome, second concussion syndrome. And when is it safe for our children to return to play? Mm-hmm. What are those symptoms that we can look for and how can we make sure that our kids are safe and taken care of? Absolutely. Look, Kansas City, if you're just tuning in and you know somebody that is and has a child in sports, and I'm not just talking about football. We're talking about, I mean, it doesn't have to be a contact sport. Concussions mm-hmm. can happen in cheerleading, which is actually very high up there when it comes to concussion, soccer, basketball, these mm-hmm. quote-unquote non-contact sports. There's yeah. also concussions that can happen there. I want you to tell them to tune in. You got a friend, you got a family member, has got a kid. Tune in today because today we're going to be talking about baseline testing, which is very important. We're going to talk about what are those symptoms to look for? When is it safe to return to play? Mm -hmm. And what are those cascading effects that can happen after a concussion that you guys need to be aware of? And some of those effects, a lot of people don't realize, I think you're going to have that symptom immediately after the concussion or even some myths about concussions and, and how they affect our body, what you should and shouldn't do. We're going to be touching on that. But how concussions, and you even mentioned second concussion syndrome, how this can be affecting your child's life or even yours if, if you've right. had some sort of past injury. I mean, maybe you as a listener driving there I mean, were an athlete and you maybe didn't think you ever had a concussion or you never got hit hard enough or you're in an automobile accident and you didn't think about these things. But mm-hmm. how can these things that literally affect our brain affect us in our life and how we think, how we process um, both physically and mentally, sometimes 10, 20, 30 years down the road. Right. And there's some things that you can do right after a con- you know, a suspected concussion or a concussion to correct the body and heal the body. And mm-hmm. then even years later, if you're, you know, if it's 30 years later and you're, I played football for K-State and I know I had five or six concussions, there's right. some things you can still do for your body now to help it heal. And Absolutely. you may even realize some of the health ailments and symptoms you have now most likely are due to those concussions. Yeah, Dr. Adam, did you ever see the movie with Will Smith, um, Actually, Concussion? I, I didn't see that movie, and I love movies. That's one I have not seen yet. Well, it's a big wake-up call, and yeah. it you know it came out because there was a lot of controversy, especially with the NFL mm-hmm. um, and the lawsuits and things that are coming out because these players were suffering concussions, and they weren't treated correctly, and now yeah. after they're suffering you know, yeah. their health is suffering and they're having all these Absolutely. all these symptoms. And what they're finding out is the current system for testing for concussion, it's really ambiguous. Yeah. And I say the word ambiguous as far as it's just not very reliable. Even the medical community admits that 
the testing isn't very reliable, especially making sure it's safe for players to go back to play. Yeah. And also the treatment. Um, mm-hmm. a a medical doctor that actually trains other doctors on post-concussion treatment. He was part of my education, and he educated me and some other chiropractors on managing concussion. And he admits that in the medical community, there really is no tested, tried-and-true treatment post-concussion. Right. They just say there's not much they can do, and they don't have a lot you know, up their sleeve when it comes to treating it. It's watch and wait. It's you know, guessing, is it okay to, you know, right. to go back to play? And... As a mother who has children that play sports, mm-hmm. that's not okay with me. Right. As far as, you know, I want to know, is it okay for them to go back to play? Because the name of our show today is Concussion Roulette. Mm-hmm. And are you playing concussion roulette with your child? Because I don't know if you've ever heard of it, Kansas City, but second concussion syndrome. When you have a concussion and the brain and the body is not completely healed and a child goes back to play too soon, now it's very dangerous. It can Absolutely. kill. And what people need to realize is, I mean, this thing that sets within our skull, obviously, it's one of the most protected things, obviously, in our body. I mean, that's why it's housed in the skull. Is mm-hmm. It's made of, of over 90 billion neurons. I mean, it's what allows our body to function and do the things that it needs to do. And even the minor, the smallest amount of damage can have detrimental effects throughout your whole life. I mean, mm-hmm. from anxiety to depression to um, I mean, even it's been shown to lead to things like Alzheimer's and dementia. And we think yeah. of these little it mimics, bumps. It, it yeah. mimics symptoms like Parkinson's and ALS later in life. Look yeah. at Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Right. And a lot of these NFL players that are, you know, that have ALS mm-hmm. type symptoms caused by a cascade of events in their body from yeah. the post concussions. Yeah. And, and, even, and even in football. So, I, I mean, I played football, started tackle football in third grade, played all the way through college. I went to Mid-American as University. I know that my head got hit a lot. Um, and mm-hmm. I was never once actually diagnosed with a concussion through all of those years. But even those those minor or major hits all have an effect, a cascade effect. Well, you that know builds. that you don't have to be unconscious to have a concussion. Right. Right. So they, they grade concussions, and if you are unconscious, that's immediate, yes, you had a concussion. But just because you weren't unconscious or knocked unconscious doesn't mean you you have a concussion. Right. Um, and I want to make sure that the main thing I want to get out today is what are those symptoms to look for, mm-hmm. but how can you prevent? Because that's the, the biggest thing we want to do. And I don't want to, you know, we have fun, we joke, and I don't want to make too much light of it. Yeah. But people do make light of it. Do you remember the old commercial, um, I was a... Of NFL player that gets hit on the sideline and then they wake him up and they're like, hey, who are you? And he, or they were like, do you know where you're at? And he's like, I'm in the Super Bowl. And they go, great. And then someone goes by and he goes, what's your name? And he goes, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's clearly, a, right. do you remember that commercial? I, I do. I remember yes. it, but <laughs> it's clearly a concussion, but it's not funny. Right. Right. Because here's um, some of the things that can happen when you have a concussion. So I wrote this stuff down because I want to make sure. Um, Number one, within three hours of a concussion, you start to develop leaky gut. There's actually a cascade of events that happen in the body that causes leaky gut. Well, because the neurotransmitters that affect our brain, the excitatory hormones, I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of those, they're regulated. They say the gut is the second brain of the body. So there's a direct connection between both of those. There's direct connection. And we know that 50% of our immune system is in our gut. Mm -hmm. So it can lead to conditions like autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. and autoimmune conditions post-concussion. So when you yeah. look back, 
you can actually relate that. Yeah. So one thing that needs to be done is, you know, if there is truly a concussion that's diagnosed is a nutritional protocol in yeah. getting the body right. Another thing that is really shocking that people need to know is um, post-concussion, it actually affects the body's writing reflex. Hmm. So to explain what the writing reflex is, is that is your body, like say like you have a low shoulder. Mm-hmm. You have a low right shoulder and then your head tilts left because your eyes always want to be level with the horizon. That's the body's writing reflex. Right. So that's actually your body's spatial awareness. You cognitively being perceiving where you are in space, where your body actually is in space. And after a concussion, there is a what we call a mismatch. Right. Your body is not perceiving where it is in space. And if you go back to play with that quote unquote mismatch, you are at risk for injury. And in fact, studies show that you have if your body's writing flex, reflex is not correct, you have a four times greater likelihood of tearing an ACL or having a meniscus tear. It's crazy. So we want to talk about taking a kid out of play yeah. or even as an adult. That's how important it is to make sure that we're healing after mm-hmm. a concussion, diagnosing it cor- correctly. Yeah. And, and making sure that they're ready to go back to play. So the writing reflex, you know, for the, the listeners basically is it's, it's the connection of our brain to our musculature. Basically. And right. so when you have a concussion, whether it's minor or major, there's a disconnect between what your brain is telling your muscles to create a balance within your body, basically. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that's blows my mind. And there's ways of testing to make sure, you know, is there a mismatch going on? I think it's grossly overlooked. And this is something you guys do specifically within your clinic, right? Right, right. So actually in our clinic, we use what is called a sway test. And sway is a FDA approved technology, medical technology to actually give, not only can you get a baseline, Mm -hmm. um, which is extremely important. I'm going to go into that next segment, but also you can tell truly if you're having a mismatch, it tests vestibular, it tests reaction time, and you'll know if you have a baseline and you retest exactly if you're ready to go back to play. But you'll also know if that brain-body connection is not happening, then we can develop a treatment protocol to actually correct and then retest and make sure that that mismatch is corrected before they go back to play. That's incredible. Avoid injury. So you have a specific protocol then that exactly, helps you to get them there. Exactly. And this is, um, it's been out since 2011. It is FDA approved, but it's hands down better than the impact testing, than the best testing, the BESS, yeah, testing or let's that they're just, using. Let's wait and see. <laughs> yeah. Know. Or how many fingers am I holding up? Right. Two. Good. Great. Yeah. Get back out there. Was We're not, number one, we're not playing concussion roulette with our kids. Mm-hmm. Number two, if you want to do what the NFL has always done and do that best testing, you're going to get the results the NFL has always gotten, and that's obviously not good. Yeah. So um, we're coming up on a break. Vince, I'm going to let you get on the mic and talk a little before we head out. Of course, if Dr. Kendra Pearson happened to mention anything that captivated you, she would love to get out and talk to you or your organization about concussions. You can reach her in the office at 816-452-4488. Of course, Dr. Pearson also loves to go out and educate in the community on concussions with the PTAs, athletic directors, coaches. We want to get this information out so that way we're protecting our kids from concussion roulette, as she mentioned. Um, of course, with that being said, you can also feel free to visit us at Northland. Once again, 816-452-4488. Okay, so stay tuned, Kansas City, as we head into this break, because when we come back, Dr. Adam and I are going to be talking about how you can actually get a baseline test on yourself, on your children, so that you can prevent post-concussion syndrome and second concussion syndrome and not play concussion roulette with your kids. Stay tuned, Kansas City.
You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. Welcome back, Kansas City. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate. I am your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson. And if you're just tuning in, again, I'm in studio with my good friend, Dr. Adam Boonder. Hello. And we also have Vince. How's it going, Kansas City? He's able to say hey because he's finally off the off the phone recording us. So if you're just tuning in, today we are talking about concussion. More importantly, concussion roulette. And that is playing concussion roulette with your child when it comes to post-concussion, second concussion syndrome. And when is it safe to return to play? And we were talking about um, the typical management that they have now, what mm-hmm. they what they do or what they've done in the past that doesn't work. But I want to just say some stats um, real quick to launch off this second segment here that we have, because we talked a lot about football because football season is starting up. But Dr. Adam, you very importantly said that it doesn't just happen in football when it comes to concussion. Absolutely. Cheerleading is right up there. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think cheerleading, but Um, My niece has suffered two concussions in high school, and she's not cheering her senior year because of of two concussions that she suffered in cheerleading. Soccer and things like that. Basketball. Yeah, it doesn't have to be an impact sport. But here are some stats for you, and this does pertain to to football. So one in five high school athletes have a concussion. A third of them happen in practice, Hmm. and kids finish practice, right? How many times is there an an athletic trainer or a doctor at the practice? Right. Not not very not often. often to really diagnose that. There are two times as many concussions in high school football compared to the NFL. And that's yeah. based off, you know, there's actually four times as many based on the number of participants right. that they have. There's 5 million concussions annually in, the, yeah, in those kids. And 75% of high school athletes played with a concussion regardless of symptoms. Wow. And which, as a parent, I sit here and I, my kids, I mean, they're eight and younger, all four of them. And I'm... I played football, like I said in the first segment, from third grade all the way up through college. And I know what my head went through, um, through all of that, the number of hits. But I I think what also really, and we're passionate about this because we have children, you know, and we know that something has to be done now to protect the future of our children, the future of their brains, (laughs) of their minds. Mm -hmm. But we also have to, to come to the reality of that you as listeners, some of you may be a mechanic. Some of you may be a firefighter or a police officer. Concussions happen in many other occupations as well. Vince, you right. you mentioned about well, like automotive you automotive mechanics. You think about them being underneath a vehicle, you know, being kneeled down, standing up, and hitting the support beam that supports your vehicle, hitting a tire, hitting the underside of your vehicle, mm-hmm. and that's something you would never think of as you know, oh, that's a high risk, but that's their daily job. Mm-hmm. And they suffer just as much, or mm-hmm. you know, have and it's just all about mindset and what you're thinking. Is a lot of people think concussion happens in sports, right. it happens in football, but you don't realize like you could hit your head anywhere and receive a concussion. Well, and they've even shown that your head doesn't even have to hit something to actually have a concussion type syndrome, like right. like a whiplash where mm-hmm. just a very quick back and forth. I mean, think about. Like if you have a glass jar and a ball that's inside of that, you start wobbling that thing around, that ball keeps hitting side to side. That's what your brain does inside of your skull. It doesn't have to come into contact with something for your brain, that jello-like substance in there, to actually hit the side of your skull to create basically neuron 
and acts on death. So that's what they call an impulse concussion. So mm-hmm. there's two types of concussions, impact and impulse. So impact's real easy to define. You, you hit your head on something, impulse. Yeah. So even if you're playing football and you're running full bore and another kid tackles you or tackles you at the waist and stops you dead, well, your brain is still a momentum still heading moving. forward. And when it runs into your front of your skull, that is what they can call an impulse concussion. Right. So here's the thing is we want to make sure that we are able to prevent concussion. And that's right. what I want to kind of talk about because concussions are going to happen. We all live life. None of us live in bubbles. Now, technology has gotten better. Like they've improved mm. helmets. Right. And when I've talked to football coaches and we're using this type of helmet and I bless that, that's amazing. Yeah. We want to try to you know, prevent that as much as possible, but still life is going to happen. Concussions are going to happen. Yeah, we spoke with a high school coach at the Liberty Benefits Fair. Right. And he said that they have a special collar that goes mm-hmm. along with their, their helmets. It's called the the halo or something like that. Right. Helps protect yeah. against concussions. But even in that aspect, you're still at a very high risk with these, you know, sports. Now, Dr. Kendrana, I mean, to me, you are the expert on on concussions to diagnose, to find. But what typically today, when, when patients are going to their doctor, you know, they, their family doctor, their physician, um, explain to me, you know, because what's being done is not being done right. Right. And even the medical community admits this. Yeah. So in the medical community, they really don't have a definitive answer for what to do with concussion. Like I say, it's ambiguous. Mm-hmm. And um, the medical expert, you know, Dr. Elmo Atagi, who I trained under, he even he trains medical professionals on what to do with concussion. And what he says is typical to management is to relieve symptoms. So mm-hmm. what some common symptoms of concussion are headache and um, vertigo, dizziness, pain. And so it'd be really easy to take some NSAIDs or take some pain relievers, rest up, you know, let your body heal. The problem is, is another one of the medical protocols is not to give any medications that are going to mask uh, any um, symptoms of decline. Right. So, I mean, basically his quote is this, um, not to use medications for treatment for symptoms to avoid medications that mask a declining symptom or alter the mental status. And why would you not want to mask it? Well, because you have to closely monitor that to make sure the patient isn't declining and they're not going to need to um, further intervention. You might just assume that they're getting better and then it's too late. And then they return to play. Mm -hmm. And it's the second concussion syndrome that kills. And that's when we're talking about playing concussion roulette with your child. You want to know definitively, definitively as a parent, is it safe to return to play? As an athletic director, as a coach, you care about these children. You want to know definitively, is it okay to return to play? How long right. is enough time? And you know that it's, you know, your reputation at stake. It's the kid's life at stake. Mm-hmm. So um, we are going to be coming up on another break and we're getting really deep into this. And this is what I want to make sure is that if you're just tuning in, we're talking about concussion. We're talking about concussion roulette, concussions, um, how they can affect our bodies. But I want to get into how can you prevent, because that's what we're talking about now. You know, right now it's once a, um, somebody has a concussion, they're doing, you know, on the sideline, they can do a quick test, which is t- traditionally the best test or BESS, mm-hmm. which is very, uh, it's not very reliable. It's just a, you know, an examiner just monitoring, you know, balance and movements and doing a little point system Right. And it's not even very accurate or even inter-rater reliability. If one person does it, the next person does it. There's yeah. actually a better way. And that's why I want to talk to you guys about Kansas City and give you some options. I, I would say from what we've been talking about today and, and listening to you and, and talking about this even before we got on today, I mean, it's better to have those children, to, to have somebody sit out from something 
until they actually can get the proper testing done as opposed to trying to push them back in. Right. And, and there's a lot of pressure. I mean, I think as a coach, as an athletic director, they, they have a pretty good stance. Yeah. You know, well, they have a pretty good stance of when in doubt, pull them out. Like they right. don't want to let you play. But you have that overzealous parent that, nope, my kid is the best and needs to get back out there and or shake it the off. the child and, themselves. They and the child is pressing. <laughs> and we're talking about whenever they're young, they may not have a choice because their parent can make that decision for them. Right. But once they're 18 and they're in college or they're they're older, they're making the decision for themselves. Yeah. You know, and they want to continue to play. So I want you to stay tuned, Kansas City. Vince, real quick, I'll let you say a bit. Of course, uh, Dr. Pearson owns a medical clinic based in the Northland in Kansas City. She actually specializes in concussion treatment, as you guys all probably know now. Uh, please feel free to join us at Northland for a sports physical as well as a sway test to get that baseline to make sure your athletes are ready to hit the field. You can make an appointment at 816-452-4488. And of course, Dr. Pearson is going to be running a special for all the parents that are going to bring their kids in for those athletic physicals as well as that baseline sway test. Yes. So stay tuned, Kansas City. When we come back, we're going to be talking about how you can actually get a baseline and know definitively. We're one of the only clinics in the Kansas City area that can do that baseline and then retest to make sure kid that it's safe and you're not playing concussion roulette. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. Hey, welcome back, Kansas City. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate. I'm your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson, and I am in studio, as always, with my good friend, Dr. Adam Boonder. Hello, Kansas City. And then also Vince, our howdy, marketing howdy. and social media guru. And today, if you're just tuning in, we are talking about a very important subject. We're talking about concussion. And not only concussion in adults that can happen and the symptoms that you can get, but all, especially in our children as school is starting back up, our kids are returning to sports, mm -hmm. and concussion is a very big subject and something that we want to make sure that we're safe about. So, you know, we even talked about how it's not exactly always in football, though football is what comes to mind first because that's a very contact sport, right. but concussions can happen in non-collision sports, um, sports like basketball, cheerleading, soccer, or and you had some very interesting yeah, non-traditional. You had very interesting stats on on soccer as well, Dr. Yeah, Adam. Yeah, there was a study done, done in 2013 on soccer players um, that were basically hitting the ball with their head, which is something that they do. I never played soccer, um, but I know that they hit balls with their head, so we, we know about that. Uh, but your husband, Troy, did play soccer. Yeah, he played um, competitive soccer, high mm -hmm. school, college. And maybe that does explain why I, I, say, yeah, but, I yeah, say things no. to him and he's like, I don't remember you saying that. Or is that just <laughs> but, a husband thing or is that maybe so, a post-concussion thing? if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what is incredible now, though, is they actually have these devices. It's called a diffuse tensor imaging system that they can actually now go and they can actually scan your brain. They're looking for basically the tension on the neurons, the axons, these, these connectors within your brain that actually make up our brain. And what they did is they said on average uh, soccer players that would hit the the ball with their head on average about 1800 times a year they were actually showing that these these axons these long fibers were beginning to create tension and just like a rope with multiple fibers it would slowly begin to basically like twist and those fibers would begin to break and eventually those those axons would would break apart and when that happens it actually also releases toxins 
within the, the brain, and then those toxins spread, and they actually begin to kill off other neurons. And that's, that is how these issues not just affect you at the time, mm-hmm. but down the road. Right. So symptoms of post-concussion, number one, is the initial headache, mm-hmm. dizziness, um, loss of consciousness, uh, cognitive uh, effects. You can diagnose right. concussion based off symptomology like that. But also, within three hours of a concussion, patient develops, begins to develop leaky gut. Mm. And we all know how important our gut is for our health. 50% of your immune system is in your gut. It can start a cascade of launching autoimmune-type symptoms, and it can drastically affect your health. Plus, the cognitive decline, folks, there is studies on this that show, and I wrote it down because I was like, wow, um, delayed cognitive function in children after a concussion, it can affect their schoolwork. It affects their academics. There was actually a study and an article that showed that kids post-concussion had a decreased um, chance of going to college. Wow. You you talk about your child's future and wanting to move on. When it comes to concussion, we don't want to play. We don't want to play concussion roulette when it comes to their future. We don't Mm want to play concussion roulette when it comes to their life because if they go back to play too soon, and that's the big scare, is that that second concussion could be life or death. And that second concussion could be something, I mean, honestly, quite simple. I mean, it doesn't have to be a major impact at all. It could be the mm-hmm. the non-impact type of concussion even. It can be. So yeah. here's the thing is what if there was a way to get a baseline on your child before they've ever had a concussion, mm-hmm. keep that on file. And then if they ever have a even a possibility of a concussion, I don't know if they really had a concussion. I mean, they were hit. I don't know. It's kind of acting funny. You can actually retest and know for sure definitively that, yes, this is a brain injury. Yes, this is a concussion. Go through proper treatment and retest and know 100% that they're ready to go back to play. What if that was a possibility? Is it a possibility? It is, actually. <laughs> and this is what I'm talking about. This is called sway testing, S-W-A-Y. It is FDA-approved test. It's FDA-approved here in mm-hmm. – um, it's a medical device here in the United States. It's actually got the equivalent approval in Canada, in Great Britain, in Europe, in Australia. This wow. is a very awesome test. This is what we use in our clinic. And it is a vestibular test. It is a balance test. It is a reaction time test plus all the symptomology. Mm -hmm. And it will give you a definitive number. So kind of some ballpark. So it goes up to 100. So if you are over 13 years of age, a passing score is 80. Mm -hmm. 80 or above, you're fine. You don't have what we call that mismatch that can happen post-concussion where your writing reflexes off and you're um, vulnerable to injury. Over 80, you're good. Under 80, you have what is called a mismatch. You have uh, still effects on your brain and your body from a concussion. You need to un- undergo treatment. Under the age of 13, a- over 85 is normal. And then okay. under 85 is not. And then you can define. So what's really cool, and this is what I encourage parents to do. This is what I did on my children. This is what I want you to do. Get this baseline test. We offer it in our office. We combine it with our sports physical that we do. If you've already had your sports physical, you can come in. You can get this baseline test by one of our doctors and our professionals in the office. And then your your child passes. Great. Have fun. Play your sport. We keep that on file. Mm-hmm. And then if any doubt, something happens, they get hit, bring them back in. We'll retest them. We'll know. Well, and what's incredible, and I don't think a lot of people realize this, if, if you address the concussion right away or even the possible concussion right away, um, what research is showing, you can actually heal Pretty rapidly. I mean, sometimes within a couple of days, sometimes a couple of weeks, but it has to be addressed right away because if not, 
that secondary concussion syndrome, mm-hmm. it just begins to prolong the damage. And, and it's not just another piece of damage. I mean, it's compounding on what right. it can actually begin to and do. And what you may feel like, okay, so you know, their dizziness is gone, their headache is gone, mm-hmm. they're feeling much better. And that's really all that the medical community has to know if you're safe. You know, we had this certain period of time, we waited so many days, you're back, but still that cascade in your body can be happening. Your writing reflex is off mm-hmm. and your body is not correcting this itself the way that it should in spatial awareness. And then you tear an ACL. Right. Your 16-year-old who had prospects for college, who's who's playing soccer and just and living his best life, tears his ACL. What it what is the his prospect yeah. of his future then? Or is there still brain damage going on and cognitive decline? That's yeah. where this testing can really come in. And there Absolutely. are protocols that you can follow. Typical medical models just watch and wait or mask symptoms NSAIDs. We talked about that last segment, how that's not the best route to go. You can't mask these symptoms that could be showing if there's still a decline going on. Yeah. Number one, nutritional protocols. We got to heal the body with nutrition, with mm-hmm. supplementation, if that's what's happening. Because like I said, it causes leaky gut. We have to correct the writing reflex in the body. We have to um, increase the function of the body. Also, number one, baseline is prevention. Number two, the chiropractor in me is going to come out right now. Alignment of your spine motion of your spine and strength of your paraspinal muscles are imperative to prevent concussion. So I know that if you're a personal trainer, if you're a a sports medicine physician, if you're a doctor that has basic knowledge, you know that strength of your cervical spine and strength of your neck muscles will prevent concussion, especially with the impulse type concussion, right? If you have misalignment in your cervical spine, your neck muscles will not be as strong as they could be. If you have a reversed cervical curve, and I know if you listen to my Mm -hmm. show, you've heard me talk about that, you are at a disadvantage. You are putting yourself at risk, your child at risk. This is an evaluation we can do in our clinic too. We don't just do, um, you know, a manual evaluation of your cervical spine. We take x-rays. We take testing. We can see, is that alignment not perfect? Can we correct that and get that better so that your child has the best outcome? We can definitively see that. So I encourage a baseline sway test to -hmm. keep on file. If there's any risk factors that are leaving your child open for injury, you want to test that as well. If you're yourself an athlete and you're still playing indoor football or you're playing soccer at the Dome in North Kansas City and you're a 40-year-old man like my husband and you're playing soccer at the Dome, you can still have a concussion. I don't know how much your job needs you on Monday. Right. But you're going to need to be focused, (laughs) right? Yeah. I mean, or if you're one of those, you know, elite athletes playing with their, their children on the playground, which, which was me a couple of years ago. Right. Which is, we were talking about this. I want to actually have this testing done because I, I don't know where I'm at because I was chasing my, well, he was seven and a half at the time. And I was, we were playing tag. I ran up to go get him and my head hit the pole, ricocheted and then hit the pole behind me. And I just, I dropped to the ground. I was, I had a headache. I thought I'm okay, you know. I'm tough. I've been hitting Had that a many super dad times. Moment. Yeah, you know, and it's like I'm dad. I, I I can do this. I'm gonna make it. And what's crazy is I, I woke up the next day, didn't even think about it, and um, I was literally stumbling down the hallway, and I just was not truly thinking clearly. Um, I got my kids ready. I took them to school. All these things that I should not have done, but again, mm-hmm. not thinking clearly. When I got in for my own testing, I. Um, I had my mother-in-law. She took me to the ER. They just did maybe 15 questions, sent me in for a CT scan. They said, oh, you're fine. Uh, Just rest. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) And nothing's been done since. And and so I'm I'm actually going to go get that testing done myself. So concussions can happen anytime in life because we don't live in bubbles. But really what the question, and that's what the ER is trained to do. 
Yeah. You're not dying right away. You're right. not internally bleeding. Nothing's broken. Yeah. See you later. But yeah. you got to take care of everything else, the cascade of events that sure. are going to happen in your body. Where do I go from here? And it's it's right. one thing saying that that's a doctor saying that, oh, I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. You know, it's, it's, I say that all the time. Yeah, exactly. That's why doctors don't treat themselves. We <laughs> yeah. shouldn't because we can't be objective. Yes. And of course, if you guys want to learn more, our listeners want to learn more about concussion testing or a sway test, have it done on yourself, your kids, join us at Northland, 816-452-4488. We'd be more than happy to get you scheduled for a consultation to come in and get that baseline done. As Dr. Pearson has said again and again and again, we do not want to play concussion roulette with ourselves, our kids, or any of our loved ones. Mm-hmm. And this is something that as we go into the school year, as these things start to happen, we want to get away from that crisis care situation and be more proactive with our health and our wellness. Right. So, Vince, um, can they contact you like if the school or any yes. sports team wants to have me come if talk? If the athletic director, PTA members, parents, whatever it may be, want to speak to Dr. Pearson, have her come out and speak, you can actually reach us on our personal phone, 913-745-7381. That'll get you directly to me. And we'd be more than happy to set up a consultation or a lunch and learn of sorts. You know, mm-hmm. And as you're education. listening, I mean, we talk a lot about kids in school, but adult teams as well. You can contact us. You know, I know there's still um, a lot of like like my husband playing soccer. So stay tuned, Kansas City, because when we come back, we're going to talk about more solutions for you, especially not playing concussion roulette. I need you. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson. Welcome back, Kansas City. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate. I am your host, Dr. Kendra Pearson, and I am in studio with my good friend, Dr. Adam Boonder. Hello. And then also Vince is with us. How's it going? Hey, and if you're just tuning in, today we are talking about concussion. As you know, school year starts back up and our kids are returning to play, we've been talking about concussion. We've been talking about second concussion syndrome and how we don't want to play what we call concussion roulette with not only ourselves, our lives, but especially our children. That's right. And we talked about how the current medical model isn't doesn't really have a clear, you know, solve for this. They don't have a clear treatment or even a definitive way to know if it is safe for return to play, which is really the big thing. Mm-hmm. And that's when it can get really dangerous when it comes to second concussion syndrome. We talked about how in my office we do what is called a sway test, which is an FDA approved technology that can definitively tell you if it is safe to return to play or there is still a problem going on in the body post-concussion. What's super cool about it is it can also be a baseline preventive. Don't wait until a concussion happens. Get a baseline test. So then when something happens later, you can bring them in. We can test and then we can know, okay, this cascade has been happening and starting in the body. This is protocols and things we can do to correct and then retest and then know when, if definitively, if it's okay to send back to play. Mm-hmm. And what's also really cool. So, um, to traditionally, a lot of times when I get out and talk, um, a lot of athletic directors, a lot of coaches, a lot of schools, a, a lot of teams are like, "Hey, we use impact testing." Well, I don't want to dog impact testing. In fact, impact testing is really is a really good test. It is basically it's a cognitive test. Is is all it is though. So, an impact test is forty five minute. Really, really excellent IQ test. And the thing is, is if you just have a concussion, the last thing we want to do is put a child or somebody with a brain injury through a 45-minute mm-hmm. cognitive test. Yeah, That is extremely stressful on the brain. 
that is where sway can be an excellent test because it is testing balance. It is testing vestibular, it is testing reaction time, and it gives you a definitive quantitative number. Now, impact can be really great once healing has started to take place and do an impact before return to play. Right. But not on that stressed out brain, you know, right post injury. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to make sure of. So um, here's one thing. Number one, get a baseline test. Let's be preventative. It's super simple. When you come into the office, our trained uh, team can get that baseline test for your child and keep it on file. If there is injury already there, then we need to recalibrate the body. We talked about the writing reflex. We want to make sure that the body is perceiving itself in space so you don't leave open for injury. Because like we said, if the writing reflex is wronging your child, there is four times more likelihood of ACL tear, of meniscus tear, of injury. So we want to avoid that. We want to fix the gut. So I've been saying leaky gut, leaky gut. And so I want to make sure that, that I'm, yeah, I'm defining <laughs> that for you. So Dr. Adam, if you could explain what leaky gut is, because you do go to, you do very well at that. Yeah. So, I mean, our, our gut is made up of multiple layers of cells, cellular layers. Um, and again, when there's a brain injury, there's a direct connection between the brain and our gut, um, both from hormone release to even absorption of, of minerals. And, um, but there's also toxins within there. I mean, that's the purpose of the gut is to get rid of toxins. Now, leaky gut excuse me, leaky gut is when there becomes a weakness. There's a weakness within that gut because the brain isn't functioning. The gut will actually begin to slow down its movement. And so it's not pushing things through. Well, when things sit there and kind of like sludge, it can actually begin to penetrate through the wall of the gut, beginning to then get outside of the gut into extracellular space, creating obviously a toxic environment within the body, which can lead to an array, a multitude of different conditions. Right. And there's a healing protocol for that. Yeah. And if left alone, it can lead to autoimmune type conditions because we know that 50% of our immune system is housed in our gut. Yeah. Um, so we want to make sure, I mean, yeah, we want to yeah. make sure we're healing that and healing that part of the body. We need to fully restore the brain and help it heal because post-concussion syndrome can lead to depression anxiety. Mm-hmm. There's been uh, a lot of uh, NFL players, boxers that have committed suicide. Yeah. A lot of times relating back to CTE and leading back to those hits and those concussions that they've had. So and, we want to make sure that we're not just watching and waiting and saying, right. oh, they're recovered. No, let's correct the stuff. And CTE uh, is chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Now that's a really big word that you don't really need to, to truly remember unless you've been diagnosed with it. And then there's going to be some protocols and things that you can actually address with that. But the, the best example, I would say, is Muhammad Ali. We talked about this in the very first segment. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when he was lighting the torch at the Olympics, you know, with that shaky hand, you know, he definitely was not floating like a butterfly. And, and unfortunately, when we have so much trauma to our head, and, and crazy as it is, I mean, he did not get hit that often. I mean, he was known for not getting hit. Um, but the times that he did, that had a major impact yeah. on and the rest of his life. Yeah, and these things add up over time. Yes. You know, and even children have concussions when they're when they're small. They're learning to walk. They're hitting out. I mean, I've, how many times have my kids have goose, had goose eggs, right. you know, and we may overlook that stuff, but then later in life when they do play a, a sport, contact mm-hmm. or non-contact sport, and they receive concussions, and then they have a car accident when they're 35, and it could be that next hit if we're yeah. not taking these protocols to, to yeah. correct these things. Let, let's try to, with our children and with ourselves, instead of waiting for that symptom to come up and that, that issue to address itself, again, I think the baseline protocol, how incredible would that be? To know mm-hmm. where you're at, to then know how to address something once something shows up. And the great part is, if nothing shows up, you know you're ready to go. 
And, and if you can yeah. address it then, that healing time is much shorter. Right. To be able to have actual things that can heal and then also have that comfort as a parent or even as an athlete that it's safe to return to play. Right. So Because we, you know, we talked about, you know, that post-concussion, it can cause cognitive decline. It can affect their academics, their chances of going to college, their chances of re-injury, mm-hmm. you know, on the field with an ACL, with the writing reflex. So there's some things we can do in office. And obviously, as a physician, we're you know, we're measuring our patients on how bad things are. If something has been longstanding and there really truly is brain damage from multiple injuries or one really bad injury, Dr. Adam, you and I were talking about how regenerative medicine can actually be a help when it comes to that. Yeah. I mean, there's therapeutic uh, benefits from stem cell therapy um, and neuro regeneration um, and uh, nerve blood vessel regeneration as well. So, you know, knowing that we have the blood vascular system being replenished to get nutrients there to allow healing to occur. But then obviously that, that neuronal, the actual nerve regrowth that can actually happen. So incredible, incredible therapeutic benefits through stem cell therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many of our listeners may or may not know, but Dr. Pearson actually owns an urgent care in the Northland. And right. then our urgent care is where you're going to be able to bring your kids in, get the sway testing done. As I mentioned, we can always make a consultation for you. 816-452-4488. And then, of course, as I mentioned in the last segment, if you're an owner of a high-risk business with employees that are going to be up, down, moving all over and at a high risk for a concussion, let us know. We'd love to come talk to you and your employees about accident prevention. And, of course, all of our parents out here, we want to talk to the PTAs. We want to talk to the athletic directors. We want to talk to your high school coaches, your middle school coaches, whatever it may be about this concussion protocol. You can call us at 913-745-7381. And then, of course, follow Dr. Kendra Pearson on Facebook uh, you can at her at Dr. Kendra Pearson or follow her on Instagram, KC Wellness Advocate. Look, Kansas City, I love and appreciate you all for listening to this. Uh, this is a really close subject to my heart because this is something that I've treated with patients in my office. I also have young kids and so does Dr. Adam. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've both played sports. Our children play sports. And I want to make sure that you have the knowledge and the you know that there is a way to actually prevent concussion because one single concussion causes lasting damage to the brain and to the body. And it's not to be ignored and watch and wait and how many fingers am I holding up? Okay, kiddo, get back out there. It's much more scientific than that. And I want to advocate for that, Kansas City. So thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate, 98.1 KMBZ. If you loved this uh, and you know someone that should have heard this, you can find this podcast on 98.1 KMBZ, um, the Wellness Advocate website on there. You can look up these podcasts, re-listen to it, send it to a friend. They need to hear this. Come in and see me in my office if you need to. Get that baseline. We want to keep you safe, Kansas City. You're listening to The Wellness Advocate with Dr. Kendra Pearson.